اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاه والسلام على رسوله الكريم وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين السلام عليكم everybody and thank you for joining us again in this uh, brief weekly uh, gathering where we remind each other of spiritual teachings and with hopefully with the intention of purifying ourselves further purifying our heart purifying our um, souls and hopefully inshallah getting closer to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so um <clears throat> as usual inshallah we um we'll go f- for just like um a few slides that i will share with you to share some concepts that i felt have helped me understand the realities of how our relationship with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala works and how quranic teachings ultimately are the key to true happiness and joy in this world and the next So usually my dear brothers and sisters um this is the average person's life on earth right there's the person in the middle and then there's all these different areas of life all of the different colors represent different areas of your life one color could represent family the other could represent career the third could represent health social life relationships parenting money you name it you know and human the human being in this stage is completely um alone like right it's and and his world is around him right and what we've of course seen from from history also as and from our current reality is that people who live this kind of life um notice allah's missing in that life right so they have all of these different uh areas of life and they their life is revolving around them and the problem with this is number one is that where is allah in the picture right um and the other problem is this idea of um even if allah is there right just by giving him a compartment of your life isn't really what true ibadah is all about right okay allah says says in surah dhariyat wa ma khalaqtul jinna wal insa illa liya'budun that we have been created for this one purpose only right and it is ibadah it is to dedicate our lives for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it's to give him top priority not to ourselves so the flaw with this model is and there's so many people who you know they have a compartment for allah right that the compartment of okay they pray five times a day they're still not satisfied and happy and you know or they you know fast every ramadan or they go to umrah and they do their hajj but there's still something missing and they're not their nafs is not mutmainna right uh, they don't have this joy of praying and joy of ibadah they don't feel their closeness to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala there's still some issues right some mental health issues depression anxiety all of these things right and the, the real problem here is this person has made himself uh, the center of his life right and that is really the the <clears throat> that is this is actually this is the core of the problem actually is when when the being makes himself the center of his his, his world right that's where the problem happens when you make yourself the center of your life what you're saying is i can do it i can take care of things on my own and um you know the term la hawla wala quwwata illa billah what that essentially means is that 
we have no power. We have no ability to turn things around. We have no ability to achieve anything without Allah, Allah's help, right? So, لا حول لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله. There is no way out of problems without Allah's help, and there is no way in achieving anything. All the strength we have to achieve whatever we want is from Allah. So, so this stance of making your world revolve around you is um, really like a, a stance of, of weakness because you're taking all the burden on your shoulders. Whereas the, ideally the, um, the model that Allah has developed for us, like, which is in line with what the Ruh wants, is that instead of you, that ego self of you, right? The nafs al-ammara bisu, um, Allah wants, really the journey of spirituality is for you to annihilate yourself. It's for you to realize that, you know what? Uh, it's not about me. My world shouldn't be revolving around me. It should be revolving around Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so you annihilate yourself, your ego, and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes the center of your life. He becomes the qibla that you do tawaf around. So if you notice even the qibla uh, and like Kaaba, and when we do tawaf around it, that's really a symbol of this, this idea of living life with Allah being the center of your life. You know, and um, that's really the ultimate tawheed, the true oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is where true happiness uh, lies. And this is something that all human beings are in search of. And I don't like the word happiness because it's temporary, but joy is a better word, right? Um, and joy comes when your soul is satisfied, right? So it's an internal concept. It's not an external concept. And the, the soul only is satisfied when we surrender to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our entirety. And we take ourselves out of the equation. The more we try to interfere with Allah's plans, the more we try to interfere, and the more we try to add our own desires into the equation, the more messed up things get. Right? And so these are the two different kind of models right, out there. There's one model on the right where the human being is full of himself there's my desires my goals my plans my uh, achievements you know this all 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 of this is actually ego right um and unfortunately like a lot of our schooling a lot of a lot of our society they um feed this idea right that you can develop and, and build your future. You can achieve things in life, you know? Whereas what Allah wants us to do is to have like a, a completely different perspective. The model on the left is a model of humility where you are not taking credit for anything, right? It is all, all of your achievements. You may have achievements in life, you may, you know, but you're not giving, you're not taking credit for them for yourself. You are, um, giving all credit to Allah. لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله. Right? So that is, and some people think that being humble is weakness, right? And that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about uh, humility being a source of confidence and strength for you, right? So humble power, actually. Uh, that's what it's about. So, when Allah talks about this human being who makes the, his world the center of, 
like himself the center of his world, right? This is the concept of Hawa in the Quran. Allah talks about it in, a, in many places in the Quran, right? These desires, or Allah even talk, talk, calls it Hawa because it's empty, right? It's like Hawa, right? Insignificant. Like notice in this ayah, he says, فَلَا تَتَّبِعُ الْهَوَى Right? Don't follow these false, empty desires that you have. Um, and then he, he talks about this person who, if he wanted, we would have lifted him up. However, he chose to be, he chose like worldly things, like from something that's low, right? And then when you follow your hawa, then you're really um, being pulled down, right? To earthly, to worldly things. And notice Allah tells the Prophet Allah saying the one who follows his hawa, his empty desires, is destroyed. Fatarda. Um, same thing here in Surah Al-Kahf, Allah says, It requires patience, like be patient with those, and may Allah make us of those, right? Stay with people who are asking Allah day and night. They're seeking his pleasure, seeking his face, right? Um, which is really what this, this idea of making Allah the center of your life, right? They are not, they're not faced towards money or fame or power or temptation or entertainment. None of that, right? They are facing towards the qibla of Allah, right? So their life revolves around Allah. Everything they do, they do, they do with Allah in mind, right? Yes, you can go to the gym, but Allah is in your mind, right? You, go, you can be uh, having a good ice cream or whatever with your kids, Allah is in your mind, right? You're aware of Allah. At work, you're aware of Allah. In your business, you're aware of Allah. In the restaurant, you're aware of Allah. While driving, you're aware of Allah's power. While ironing and doing the dishes and cooking, you're aware of Allah. You're aware of Allah all the time, right? That constant awareness of Allah is what we're talking about here. Uh, and then Allah also, notice he says, Don't, don't um, someone's sharing with us their coffee uh, plans. But, so, don't turn your away, your eyes away from these people who are calling upon Allah, who are mukhlisin, right? They're, they're living for Allah. Don't turn your eyes away from them. Wanting this worldly life, this zinat al-hayat al-dunya, the beauty of this world, this low life. And then, And don't, don't obey the one who has, whose hearts have been sealed. From our remembrance. And then what happens as a result when your heart is sealed from Allah's remembrance? Then you follow your hawa. You basically start following, obeying your own desires. You become, your, your hawa becomes your God, right? And then you're, you're basically, um, all your affairs are just basically wasted, you know, when you, when you reach that level. And then he also says, إِنَّمَا those who don't follow you, Ya Rasulullah, they are indeed following their own empty desires. And then Allah comments on this. He says, 
who is more off track, who is more lost than the one who is following his own desires, without the guidance of Allah. Right? Allah doesn't guide those who do this wrong to themselves, right? So Allah gave us the gift of guidance. He gave us the gift of the teaching of the Prophet. He gave us the gift of teachers and guides in our lives um, who we constantly need, right? Of course, we need them and they're there. But when we say, you know what, we don't need teachers, we don't need mentors, we don't need Quran, we don't need the teaching of the Sunnah, I can do things on my own. I can figure things out on my own. I can, I can Google myself out of any problem or I can solve all my problems with Wikipedia. That's, that's where problem, problems occur, right? Because that's where Hawa comes in. Um, and then he tells Dawood also, Notice, right? Don't follow your desires because you're going to get lost. Uh, and then he says, and in this ayah also, Have you seen the one who has taken his Hawa? Like his God, his Ilah is his Hawa. He had knowledge, but Allah misguided him with that knowledge. And notice what happens as a result of following your hawa. They can't hear good advice. Quran doesn't penetrate to their hearts. And khatma on their hearts even, right? Allah seals their hearts. And even on their eyes, there's ghishawa. And here, basar is not necessarily the eyes. It's also the basira, the ability to see with the heart. فَمَنْ يَهْدِيهِ مَنْ بَعْدِ اللَّهِ Who else, who will guide him besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And then in the next ayah, Allah says, أَرَأَيْتَ مَنْ اتَّخَذَ إِلَاهَهُ هَوَى Have you seen the one who has taken his hawa as his ilah? Again, same concept of taking your hawa as your ilah. In fact, these desires, Allah's instructions is when your nafs is at this earlier stage, the nafs al-amara then the guidance is to prevent it, to, to control it, to control your hawa, right? So you forbid yourself from following that hawa, right? Until you get trained. When Allah even calls... From Hawa comes the word Shahawat in the Quran. And Allah says, shahawat nisa, all of these desires of women and children, and all this gold and silver and branded horses, which in our times is branded cars and you know uh, bikes and boats and all that kind of you know luxury toys and, and private jets. Well and even uh, cattle and farmland. And Allah says about all of these things, this, these are just temporary uh, enjoyments of life. But what Allah has is much, much better, right? It's much, much more uh, worth it, right? Uh, and then Allah says about these people who follow the Hawa, this, so there are people who, they want you to follow your shahawat, right? So they push products to you, they market it to you, they, they you know, send you all sorts of uh, content to make you follow your shahawat, right? That's the business. And it's a multi-billion dollar business, right? 
where you're following your shawat and then as a result and tamilu maylan azima you really like kind of skid off of track completely maylan azima you go way off track right as a result of following your shawat in surah maryam also allah says after them came a people who completely neglected their prayers and their connection with Allah. If, and then what's the result of that? And they followed their desires. And then they will indeed be completely lost. Um, so you guys get the idea, right? Um, so just coming back to the first slide we, we talked about today, what in summary, what we're saying is that al-hawa, for this person who lives this life with him being the center of his life, where ego is where everything is, it's all based on ego, right? You being the center of your life. It's all about me, myself, and I. My desires, my goals, my life, um, my car, my business, my friends. It's all about me, 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 me. But the reality is, you know, with this kind of, with this model of lifestyle, life is very tough. Life is depressing. It's difficult. Because again, the, the foundational, there's a qaida, right? There's a principle. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Always remember that. We, we don't have any strength, strength without Allah. We can't handle life on our own. We weren't designed to do that, right? Yes, we're told you can, right? And all sorts of like self-development workshops and books, you know, push you to this idea of, yes, you can do it. And then, you know, I'm not dissing these, uh, this industry. Of course, there's a lot of good tools, but you need to replace yourself with Allah, right? And everything that they teach. And so use the tools, but then replace Allah with or replace yourself with Allah, right? So you make Allah the center of your life. Allah becomes your mubtagha, your like your goal, right? Your qibla in life. And you know the the scholars even go to the fact that they say that like our, our awareness level, like at a really advanced stage, would be to even every breath you take is for Allah. Right, so notice your breath right now. And just be aware of the fact that you're breathing for Allah. You're dedicating every single inhalation and exhalation for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every sound that comes out of you is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every word you say, everything you see, every step you take, is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? That is true abudiyah, that is true ikhlas, right? When you khalas, like literally ikhlas is from khalas, You've, your ego is out of the picture. Right? It's, it's not about you anymore. It's not about your plans, your goals. Your, it's not about any of that. It's about surrendering to the grand plan of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is a gazillion times better than your plan. And... Uh, you know, when you surrender to Allah, then there is no resistance, right? And most of the pain and suffering in our lives is caused by resistance, right? Resisting the past is sadness. Resisting the future is fear. Resisting the present moment is, is anxiety and, and uh, 
boredom, resisting the good in others is jealousy. Resisting some, you know, something that happened to you in the past is anger. So think of it as getting, the more you can get yourself out of the way and put Allah in the driver's seat, as, as they say, the more easier life gets. And the simpler life becomes. But it requires a tremendous trust in Allah subhanahu wa And that's where Hasbunallah wa ni'mal wakil comes in. Trusting Allah with everything in your life. Trusting that Allah can take care of everything. Your children, the fact that you want to get married, your, your finances, your career, your health. Your... Now that doesn't mean you neglect yourself, right? Of course, you got to do your part. You do your part up to your capacity, but then you're not attached to results anymore, right? You do what Allah tells you to do and you do whatever is in your means, but then just leave it to Allah and you're just happy and joyful with whatever that comes, right? Because you know that it's, it's the best for you. And so, so you don't burden yourself with this idea of trying to change your destiny and design your life, you know? They're fancy statements, but very, very tiring pursuits. Because at the end of the day, nothing la hawla wa la quwata illa billah. Nothing's gonna happen without Allah's permission. And it all at the end of the day, Allah will whatever will happen will be what Allah wants to happen. Right? And so you go to the source. When you when you connect yourself with the source, khalas, you are Connected to the highest source of everything you need. And when you have Allah, you have everything. When you're close to Allah, you have everything. When you're far away from Allah, you have nothing. Right? So, inshallah, with that, we conclude today's lesson. And inshallah, let's finalize it with, inshallah, um, a dhikr. We can do together, inshallah. So the, the, the dhikr we'll do together is Ya Hadi Okay Ya Hadi is uh, a call to Allah by his name Al Hadi which means the one who guides us right out of darkness and there's also a sense of like protection that comes with Hadi. You feel protected, you feel safe. Allah's not gonna let you down. And you won't get lost. And really, like when do we feel safe is when when there's no fear of getting lost, right? So inshallah, um, let's recite Surah Al-Fatiha together. Just be aware of your heart and Put the intention that Allah places his ma'rifah, his knowledge, and his nur, and his light into your heart. 
الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله Take a few deep breaths, inshallah, close your eyes. Inhale and exhale from your nose. Inhale, cool light, exhale, dark smoke. Allow your heart to be lit up with that light and allow that dark smoke to leave your heart. Okay, very good. And now we'll start repeating Ya Hadi. Silently, without making any noise. You don't need to move your lips or make any sound. Just be aware of your heart. And focus on the feeling of making Allah the center of your life. And allowing Him to guide you every step of the way. Feel the safety of handing over the driver's seat to Allah. Allow him to guide you. And then when he guides you, you feel so safe. There's no fear of getting lost. He becomes your guardian. Keep repeating Ya Hadi silently. Allah is my guardian. Allah is my guide. Allah is the center of my life. I don't let my desires guide me. I let Allah guide me. Ya Hadi. Ya Hadi 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 Okay, very good, mashallah. Um, you can open your eyes.
with gratitude, inshallah. And we're done for the day. Alhamdulillah. Um, I'll be here if anyone wants to participate or say anything or ask any questions. Otherwise, inshallah, we'll see you uh, next week, inshallah. And as usual, like we upload usually these um, sessions online. So there's a podcast if you want to follow it. Falak TV podcast on iTunes, even on Android, on Podbean. There's a YouTube channel for that also. So all of these recordings in video and audio are uploaded online for you to share and go back to inshallah. Subhanakallah bihamdik, nashhadu an la ilaha illa ant, nasakhfiruka wa natubu ilayk. Thanks for joining us, guys. If anyone would like to say anything or participate, I'm, I'm here, inshallah. Thank you all for your beautiful comments. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Alhamdulillah, how are you? Alhamdulillah, great, great.